Hi guys, welcome back to the another episode of Journey with Pushpak podcast. I'm your host Pushpak, and today we have with us Sadang Joshi once again. Welcome to the show, man. How are you? I am good, bro. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine. How is the post lockdown period? Yeah, it's crazy, bro. It's fucking crazy. Never imagined <laughs> this kind yeah, of things yeah. will happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nobody imagined it. Nobody yeah. imagined it. Yeah. What about you, man? How's so, it going? Uh, it's going. It's going pretty good. It's going pretty good. Everything is, uh, you know, not not exactly in in any sort of hustle mode right now. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, 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 it's managing managing to breathe every single day. That's <laughs> surviving. That's the surviving. Thing right yeah, now. that's the yeah. word I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah, surviving. <laughs> yep. uh, you know, like I was wondering, man. I was thinking about it. Like uh, right now is the time of Christmas and New Year. Basically, we're uh, entering into into a new year and. what usually people do is they set up this uh, fitness goals they start going to gym and they i, I don't know go to like uh, come up with new diet plans and stuff but they do it for like 15 to 20 days and that's it then back to normal yeah. stuff yeah <laughs> yeah so let's talk about that only man like uh, you know like uh, people uh, I, 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 and you have also talked about a lot about this like people uh, go into fitness and then they lose their weight or they become more healthy and then after some times they get back to their normal, normal lifestyle right so they are not maintaining it basically so uh, yeah. how yeah. do we you know maintain this lifestyle maintain a healthy lifestyle uh, body and mind basically okay okay that's a, that's a very good question uh, so basically that's a two part question right like how do you uh, you know yeah. keep up your new year res- uh, resolution and how do you do it in a sustainable way so uh, yeah new year is a great time for all the nutritionists we earn a lot of money during this time yeah <laughs> it is the best time of the year like there's a lot of sales going on mm-hmm. uh, yeah so right so what what people do is they keep on realistic goals and that is the major reason why they fail in in the in any process that has to do with health weight loss fitness building muscle any uh, that sort of thing because it is advertised in a way in media social media that it can be like achieved in one month two months three months something like that right mm-hmm. like we see these transformation uh, videos of like bollywood actors hollywood actors and we mm-hmm. think you know it's a piece of like koi bhi kar lega right uh, like you know people people have this idea that they have to put in a lot of a lot amount of uh, effort into it a lot of hard work into it and till they can achieve it and, and things like that and that's that's perfectly fine but then they don't understand how boring this work is right they think that mm-hmm. this is very rewarding Right. and when you start doing it let's say uh, someone's goal is to lose let's say 20 kgs right mm-hmm. i'm going to lose 20 kgs in 2021 okay mm-hmm. so so you set that sort of goal right and and you set on a uh, you start a diet or something like that you join your gym or something like that right and then you start losing weight yeah you're going to get that reward uh, you are going to start losing weight you're going to even st- further starve yourself you're going to burn your ass in the gym do all those sorts of things and let's say you do lose 20 kgs in 2021 right but right. what after that what after that right there is really no reward in that uh, process of maintaining your weight right you let's mm-hmm. say if a guy is 25 years old and he loses 20 kgs in a year right mm-hmm. he needs to live the next 50 years of his life which is going to be a very boring thing you know like eating salad every single day eating egg whites every single day right, right so you right. need to first Uh, like reframe the whole process inside of your mind that this is not a rewarding process this, there is not going to be a reward constantly right, right. you mm-hmm. need to follow a healthy diet because that's what an adult is supposed to do an adult is supposed to take care of his health and mm-hmm. an adult is supposed to take care of his diet have control over his health over his food and things like that right so you don't so what i, I mean to say is if you're going to set new year resolutions uh, with respect to health or weight don't keep it as an as a number i want to lose x amount of weight i want mm. to get abs i want to build x amount of muscle or something like that keep it as i'm going to try and improve my habits so to say i'm going to try and eat more vegetables in 2021 i'm going to try eat more protein in 2021 mm-hmm. things that a responsible adult does and that sort of is along the lines of uh, developing a discipline instead of having a reward or having a glorious goal you know that mm-hmm. you can show off Instagram or something like that because the later is not sustainable right yeah. as long as you do the basic things uh, only if you do the basic things like the basic boring stuff day in and day out uh, then only you're going to achieve 
uh, any sort of reward in, in, in that whole process. So I'll say instead of keeping uh, things like, uh, you know, like this glorious goal, keep it as to develop a discipline in mm-hmm. uh, your eating habits, eating behaviors, uh, those sorts of things. So how, how do we do that when people don't know like what to eat, what not to eat? And as you said, like uh, you won't eat egg whites, uh, you know, uh, for the rest of your life. So how do we choose mm-hmm. these foods? Like uh, if we are in the Indian household, right? Uh, means there are zada khana healthy nahi hota hai basically. I, like there's so much oil and ghee and all these things. And we use roti, uh, we eat roti a lot and then it contains uh, gluten and we don't mm-hmm. eat sabji a lot. Matlab hamare yaha pe basically sabji kam hoti hai, roti aur rice zada hota hai basically, right? So how yeah. do we, like yeah, yeah, yeah. agar kisi ko matlab, you know, suppose I want to start uh, basic mujhe diet kya karna shay, suppose kisi ko, suppose someone wants to get in a better shape or just men- okay yeah so how how do you do that how do you how do you begin the process yeah how that's, do you begin the process really, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a that's a very very good question and i always say you know so the majority of the clients that i take right uh, mm-hmm. they are not really very complicated right i just make them do the bare basic minimum things that they're supposed to do that mm-hmm. even they themselves do that know that they should be doing right it's losing weight, getting in shape, getting healthy. It's just about uh, doing the bare minimum basic things with food and with health, right? So I'll give you a few examples, right? So there are basically three to five things when it comes to, let's say, improving your diet, right? Mm-hmm. One is, let's say, let's start from something as simple as eating more vegetables, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that they should be eating more vegetables. They should be eating more fruits, right? right, right. What's stopping you to not do that, right? So mm-hmm. uh, instead of, again, keeping glorious goals for new year keep something keep it as uh, as simple as i'm going to eat like three servings of vegetables every single day like right. a serving meaning uh, let's say a katori or something like that so i'm mm-hmm. going to eat three katoris of vegetables every single day so another pillar another major pillar of uh, a good health good diet is your protein intake that is super super important and if anyone who's listening who has checked out my page you will see that this is all i talk about protein is all i talk about because mm-hmm. protein, if you just eat enough protein, if you just eat enough protein, like I would say 70 to 80% of your problems become easy, right? So uh, protein is something that is one of my favorite things to talk about in nutrition because mm-hmm. protein makes things super, super easy. If you just eat enough protein, it takes care of majority of the rules sort of say, say, uh, mm-hmm. sort of say uh, that mm-hmm. you have to follow yeah. in order to achieve a good weight or a good health, right? So... I'd say that uh, you, if you want to set a goal with protein, I'd say setting it as the bare minimum amount of body weight that you have in kgs, you need to eat the same amount of grams of protein, right? So if you have 70 kg body weight, then mm. you sort of need to eat 70 grams of protein. If you have 100 kg body weight, you sort of need to eat at least like a bare minimum of 100 grams of protein. Per right? day or so, per meal? Uh, no, I say per, per day, per day. Uh, per, okay. per meal underground could be a lot of it. <laughs> Per, per day, you know, if you know the basics of nutrition, which you can learn pretty much on YouTube these days, there are right. like millions of videos on these things, right? How right. to eat enough protein, how mm-hmm. to include more vegetables. You will, you will find millions of videos on this, mm-hmm. right? So eating more vegetables, eating more pro- protein, trying to limit the snacking that we do throughout the day, you know, unnecessary snacking. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, I'm bored. I'm going to go into the kitchen, look in the fridge if there is something to eat, right? Yeah. Or um, whatever, I'm stressed out, then I'm going to go look for chocolates or some sweet or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm emotional, I'm going to go for uh, go and look for some snacks or something like that. Mm-hmm. So these stupid snacking habits, right, that we can easily control. Not easily, but, but we know we should control and with a little bit of effort, anyone can control these. So vegetables, okay. enough protein intake, uh, not snacking. Or the last thing I would like to tell is a lot of people are 100% going to make this mistake if they're going to set new year resolution or not new year resolution, basically any health goal, mm-hmm. any time of the year is that they straight away cut all the junk food, right? They straight away cut all the junk food and say that I'm not going to eat anything from outside. I'm not going mm-hmm. to eat any sugar. I'm not going to eat any maida or a, 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 those sorts of things, anything that is processed and junk from outside. That is the stupidest thing you can do. Right? Why? So that doesn't work for anybody. That That is just not sustainable, right? So let's say uh, tomorrow I wake up and I say I'm not going to eat sugar. Mm-hmm. I'm not consume sugar. I'm not going to consume sugar. I'm not going to consume processed foods, right? Mm-hmm. So what this is going to do is it's going to, if I do this for let's say 30 days, 60 days, it's going to make, uh, going to help me lose weight. But 
if i don't plan to avoid it for the rest of my life all this is going to do is going to make me develop eating disorders it's going to make me develop anxiety around food such that when i see a pizza it's going to make me anxious that if i mm-hmm. eat that i'm going to gain weight i'm going to start gaining weight right oh. even though it is nothing like that mm-hmm. you're going to start thinking that and you're going to start creating those stupid behavior patterns and psychological loops inside of your head that is going to create more and more anxiety mm-hmm. around food right, right. and uh, after you're done with your stupid little phase you are going to gain way more weight than you have lost right mm-hmm. so that just doesn't work right so going on any sort of restrictive approach is the stupidest thing uh, in in my opinion that you can do right for some people like for a very small <laughs> amount of people that does seem to work right like people go on ketogenic diet mm-hmm. they avoid all carbohydrates they lose weight and they even continue doing it for the rest of their life of their life but how many people can really do though that sort of restrictive approach right That's so true. every single day that you are dieting or you are trying to set any health goal you need to remind yourself can i do this for the rest of my life only if the answer is yes you do that approach right so i'll say mm-hmm. these 3 to 5 things uh, eating more fiber eating more vegetables eating more fruits uh, eating more nutrient dense uh, whole foods like let's say uh, did you know there are like 130 different types of legumes in india how mm. many do we three or four yeah. like masoor ki dal tur ki dal that's it that's the, from the top of my head beans rajma chole that's it right we mm. hardly like six or seven right but there yeah. are so many types of legumes that have a ton of micronutrients that you can include right i i haven't even gone on the meat side which is you know my favorite topic yeah yeah let's problem, go right? there man like yeah <laughs> all right all right so yeah so i'll just finish this So yeah, yeah, what sure. what you need to do is you need to focus on the basic things if you want real weight mm-hmm. loss goals if you want to uh, produce real weight loss progress uh, progress in your health progress in your fitness you need to focus on the bare basic things do those bare basic boring things day in and day out and in 3 months or 6 months you're going to see a ton of difference right yeah yeah so uh, about the meat thing man i have like uh, you- like i think you uh, like i don't i think you post a lot about it like the about the meat and all so and mm-hmm. like lot of people in india are vegetarians and some a lot of people hate uh, you know like meat eaters also and there's i heard this thing uh, which shows that uh, meat the consumption of meat is not good for global warming also i heard this kind of things also so uh, yeah. what what's your take on that what, what, like uh, how good uh, meat is for us and like all these things okay all right so cool so so what happens is i am going to try and cover this topic from all sides and try i'm going to try to be objective uh, and and unbiased in this mm-hmm. as much as i can so first of all i love meat i fucking love meat okay <laughs> i i cannot you know eat enough of it right so what what i believe from all the research that i have done from reading uh, first and into the scientific literature and everything so see there there are about half of the micronutrients that the human body absolutely needs to mm. stay healthy right mm. to function at its 100% you cannot get that in vegetarian food period right mm. so that is one of the biggest argument that yeah these vegans try to put holes in that you know you can get b12 in lentils you can get b6 in uh, lentils you can mm-hmm. get zinc in this etc etc just once again i'm i'm getting a message so sorry yeah. about that okay so uh, so a lot of like vegans and vegetarian proponents tell uh, you that you can get all the micronutrients that you need in a uh, in a vegetarian diet in a vegan sort of food right mm. but the thing is most of these nutrients that that the these people claim that are exclusively found in actual meat in vegetarian foods that are they are not bioabsorbable so what i mean by that is even if you eat it even if on theory on paper they have those nutrients mm. when you eat it you have to have really good genetics to absorb those nutrients from that food which doesn't happen in 99% of the population right, right. so this is one of the major reasons that i think people need to eat meat right if you take uh, there are a lot of studies that show that 95% or so of the indians or i'm blinking on this or uh, there is indians or vegetarians they are mm-hmm. deficient in b12 right vitamin b12 vitamin b12 is one of the most important nutrient inside of your body right so mm-hmm. if you look at it like there are several trains running inside of your body there are several departments inside of your body right mm-hmm. and to function efficiently each train needs to run smoothly on time yeah. right 
B12 is one of the major regulators of which strain is going to run when. So if you are deficient in it, your body is fucked up, basically, mm-hmm. right? So and and uh, so micronutrient is one of the points, right? I, I'm trying not to go in ten different directions. Mm-hmm. So micronutrient is one of the point uh, points that I really think that meat eating meat for humans is really really important, right? Now there is this whole side of global warming, and right. if eating meat is sustainable. Right. it needs a lot of water it needs other things right so uh, the thing is green ag- agriculture needs that as well green mm-hmm. agriculture takes a lot more resources than meat agriculture right so if you take something like corn or if you take something like wheat right mm-hmm. that i will i will say 99.99% people eat in india everybody eats wheat right. in india yeah everybody eats wheat all over the world Every, uh, like if you go in united states uh, europe most of these people also eat corn right? right these foods are super deficient in any of the nutrients they do provide carbohydrates and those sorts of things mm-hmm. but uh, those, those sorts of things but they are deficient in micronutrients right but we still as a human race put a lot of resources into these uh, in, in in you know harvesting in basically producing these uh, right. grains and everything yeah. but when it comes to meat something that is super super nutrient dense something that is scientifically proven that you need like a human being is an omnivore it is proven right yeah. we study it in textbooks in, in in like primary school that we are omnivores we are not herbivores right we cannot yeah. survive on eating grass right we need meat we need eggs right why not put all those resources into uh, producing sustainable quality better quality meat right mm-hmm. so there are these uh, studies done now i'm not very sure about these but there are sustainable practices of practicing animal agriculture right, right. Uh, say bison or say goat, say chicken, say pigs, and all of these animals. This hasn't happened in India. This has happened in the United States. Such that they uh, they basically uh, do the agriculture in a way. They basically farm these animals in a way where the meat quality is super good. Mm-hmm. These animals get to live in grasslands, in open areas, like in like almost in their natural habitat, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, let's say for every unit of animal or something like that. the carbon uh, uh, there's a carbon sink sink right so the carbon that goes into the air right the, which is basically how we measure pollution right mm-hmm. it's a net carbon sink in these sustainable practices of animal agriculture so not only are these agriculture practices not harmful for the environment they help the environment so uh, the carbon footprint is a net negative in sustainable animal pra- uh, agriculture practices Right? Are this so thing going in problem. India also? This no, it is not happening because it needs a lot of money. It needs a lot of money. Mm. It needs land, and most of the land is guess where it is going? Right. Agriculture, green agriculture, mm. right? So I just think that you know, as a race, and this is very hypothetical. You know, who's going to listen to me? But uh, if if the resources that are going into green agriculture, if they go into meat agriculture, then your people are going to get more healthy physically, mentally, and and just in general, and environment is going to kick ass basically right mm-hmm. but that i don't think so is happening any soon <laughs> but people are working on it i mean there are really smart people than me that are working on it so that's right. great so in india we have like uh, we have chicken we have mutton so like uh, I, also i heard about the red meat so in red meat usme zyada cholesterol hota hai i heard about this is it true like how mm-hmm. which meat is good like should we eat more chicken or should or mutton like uh, a white meat is good or the red meat is good for us and what about fish uh, see, also so uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah we'll talk about all three so what yeah. happens is these uh, this question is a little vague right so if you would have asked me this two years ago i would straight away say that there is a hierarchy you need to eat more red meat than fish mm-hmm. then if you are still hungry you're going to eat chicken right yeah. so but i don't uh, answer this because see uh, Yeah, so red meat does have cholesterol, right? Whole mm. eggs does have cholesterol. Right. The majority of the studies do say that if you're a healthy individual, there is really no limit. Cholesterol isn't really a nutrient of concern, right? Mm. It's not going to give you heart disease, right? Dietary mm. cholesterol doesn't increase the cholesterol inside of your blood, right? It it isn't that straightforward. Yeah. Uh, whether you have high cholesterol and whether you have a risk for heart disease, mostly is dependent upon your overall lifestyle. How stressed you are, do you smoke, do you drink, how you sleep. how your mm-hmm. is how how is your overall diet do you exercise what is your body fat percentage what is your weight those things primarily like i would say i'm throwing this number you know 
in in the air i'm not sure about this but i would say at least 90% of the chances whether or not you will get a heart disease is decided upon these basic factors not right. whether there's a there's cholesterol in your meat uh, in, in your food or something like that right mm. and there's also something called saturated fat in meat right those are linked a little bit with increasing your cholesterol and increasing your heart disease but this is in a very big picture i mean this is really not proven yet right and mm-hmm. the upside that you get by eating more meat let's say red meat the amount of micronutrients that you're going to get when you eat fish the omega 3 that you're going to get mm-hmm. the essential fatty acids that you're going to get the micronutrients especially the protein you're going to get which every single person is deficient in india not every single person but most of the people are super deficient in india yeah. not even consuming the bare amount they need to uh, you know to really f- have a healthy brain f- function and ha- have a healthy bodily function they are not eating enough protein so mm-hmm. eating meat is so much i mean the upside of eating meat is so much more than any downside to it right mm-hmm. so these little questions like cholesterol or saturated fat i'm sure you're not going to consume like a kg of mutton every single day right if you consume mutton you are probably consuming 200 grams of it a week right mm-hmm. and we eat it with rice and roti and things like that that's a different question but yeah, yeah so if if you if you want to talk about what is better i would say uh, if you eat twice a week or so at least red meat that's going to provide you with a good amount of micronutrients that otherwise you won't get uh, mm. fish is something that again twice a week thrice a week is going to help you it turn with like your essential fatty acids with your brain function with the mm. heart health with the inflammation in your body and chicken is something that you can pretty much eat every single day chicken has absolutely absolutely no downside to it even in theory no meat has in my opinion but mm. you know there are these smart stupid vegans that argue against red meat and things like that but in chicken very few people actually say that uh, chicken or let's say lean fish is going mm-hmm. to cause any problem at all even if you eat it daily right so mm-hmm. eating meat every single day at least chicken is going to help you massively than not eating it in, in i'm talking about health as in it's going to increase your health span so you know you want to be 70 and you want to be able to run you want to be able to sit down right you want to be able to play right you don't want to be uh, you know stuck to a wheelchair or something like that so it's going to help you in all kinds of way but majorly it's going to help you with your health span and your life span which is extremely important cool. what is more important than living more <laughs> living a healthier life yeah so uh, you also talk about mind a lot right matlab it impacts our mind healthy diet like yeah, if we yeah, eat it does. okay mm-hmm. cool Um, so is there, is there any question coming around that yeah so how, how means uh, how should i ask this question matlab how it impacts uh, let me reframe it how it can help us like uh, does a good diet uh, help our mental health also like uh, if we are eating more meat it can help uh, with our thoughts also if like uh, maybe with anxiety depression do you think this is related to like food is related to that also mm-hmm. yeah most certainly so uh, with respect to meat and depression and everything there are plenty of anecdotal evidences right so anecdotal evidences is people have done it and they found it really helpful they found mm-hmm. it super helpful right people who have had depression deep deep depression went on these uh, high meat based diet and they felt really good now seriously we don't yeah yeah and there, there, there are like thousands of these people i'm yeah. i'm not talking i'm not kidding right but the thing is we don't consider this as real evidence in science because this was not controlled right this was uh, not uh, what well, there are many technical terms that i won't throw it here but this is not a real scientific experiment we call mm-hmm. right a real scientific experiment is when all the most of the factors are in our control we collect all the data we analyze the data and then we come to results right so this is not the sort of thing i'm talking about anecdotal evidences is there are a lot of stories behind them right mm-hmm. so uh, even if we don't go there that if meat can help you with your mental health and everything just normal food helps you with your i mean it there is a definitely 100% proven scientific connection that if you eat shitty food your brain is going to be shitty Right? right your mood is going to be shitty your attention is going to be shitty which is something extremely important i consider uh, to have a proper attention to live a happy and fulfilling life the third is not having the basic cognition 
not having a properly working memory you know mm-hmm. people forget words people forget the names of their friends people it's just memory there there's a lot of we call this there's a technical term for this that i'm not remember <laughs> how ironic is this i'm not remembering the technical term for the uh, what they call this this uh, short term sort of memory problem you know mm-hmm. uh, if we are like really stressed out we tend to forget some things right mm-hmm. so it's not a legit disease or something like that it's just a, a, a symptom that occurs when your brain isn't functioning very healthy yeah. right so uh, these sorts of uh, things basically uh, have these uh, like your attention your cognition your memory uh, how good you feel how happy you feel how confident you feel that is something that i have experienced myself as well that Damn. if you eat shitty food you are not going to function properly and if you eat healthy food if you get all your nutrients if you eat enough protein if you feel your your body nice you are going to feel that difference in your body in your energy levels in your mental capabilities to do more work for longer longer hours and things like that so there's definitely a connection there I means established scientifically bro but you know uh, nowadays lot of food and lot of veggies and uh, fruits and all they consume uh, like i think they contain some kind of chemicals and all right all things are not mm-hmm. organic just like uh, it mm-hmm. it used to be like couple of years back so right now everyone using chemicals and all so how do we you know like how we can overcome this like how uh, we should find a right food like if everyone is using chemicals and stuff uh uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah that's a, that's a very common question you know people use this as an excuse ki eh sabhi mein to chemical hai sabhi mein kuch na kuch problem hai actually sab mein hai fuck it completely you <laughs> know <laughs> so people say let's just fuck it completely and mm-hmm. just eat whatever we want right it's not like that it's seriously not like that right okay. so first of all let's talk about science right there is really not enough scientific evidence to suggest that the pesticides and all these sorts of things that go into fruits uh, vegetables Uh, grains and all mm. of these things actually cause problems these are mere theories right people throw around words people uh, throw around blogs and stuff like that and videos right, and, right, and right. books even on media and mm. social media and create create this misinformation that you know pesticides used in apple farming or something like that are very harmful to you so stop eating apples right there's really no evidence for that right there's right. a little there's going to be pesticides there's going to be chemicals but these are very strictly regulated by government right this is mm-hmm. not something like right government uh, there are agencies for these that strictly regulate what goes into our food right and only when it is proven safe by many many experiments does it come to market right so it's okay if you don't have money to buy organic don't buy organic and first of all organic we don't even get in india like most of the organic things that we get so I don't know if you remember. So, so in Pune and and these big cities, there is a store called Nature's Basket, yeah. right? So yeah. basically, Goa is a product. So they sell these like you know organic berries and organic guavas and organic apples and things like that. And they're shit expensive. It's like a mm. thousand rupee kilo or something like that. Who's yeah. going to buy that? No one's going to buy that, right? Nobody has the money to buy that except like maybe the Ambani's themselves, right? Mm. Or the Godrej themselves, right? So, this kisi ka bhi Godrej, I don't know. So. Uh, So, so what i mean to say is you can buy normal food right up until now there is absolutely no evidence that this is going to cause any legit problems in your health in long term right so that is just something i would say don't worry about it just eat your food eat regular food ah, like the, right. apple, the nutrients the nutrients that you going to get from apples right mm-hmm. are going to be again we compare the upside and the downside nutrients we get from uh, apple huge upside right the the minuscule amount of pesticide that you potentially might get from eating an apple it's a, it's a very it's a very minimal downside that we don't even care about right anyways we are eating wheat and rice usme bhi chemicals hai waise so why not yeah, eat yeah, yeah. apple like yeah fruit and vegetable yeah yeah so like uh, a good diet also impacts our uh, like skin and hair also right like jo yeah, skin totally, acne totally. and dandruff and all can it also help with yeah. that a 100% 100% so uh, see a, a lot of uh, people so i'm going to just uh, throw, throw in some few points uh, on on these things mm-hmm. your skin hair and everything so uh, when when people lose weight this uh, the the symptom is basically accentuated that their skin sort of worsens and they start to lose a lot of hair right or their mm-hmm. nails sort of get a little brittle right so okay. this is a, one of the best example to explain this is when people lose weight right 
their body sort of needs more protein because shit is breaking down inside their body right mm-hmm. to burn as fuel right mm-hmm. so people don't eat enough protein and then they face these issues right a lot of normal people who are not trying to lose weight and just leading a normal life also experience all these issues like hair fall skin and everything and i would say 80% of the cause behind that is just that you're not eating enough protein your body doesn't so pro, what the the major job of protein is to build stuff right so mm-hmm. your body uses protein to build stuff right so it, okay. it's your bones your skin your eye everything any structure that you see inside of your mm-hmm. body that is solid right. it's built from protein right and if you are deficient in protein the first thing your body is going to do is cut the input of protein into departments that are not so useful right mm-hmm. so your body doesn't really care if your hair falls what what's the application of hair just to look good right, right. so your body doesn't give a right your body rather uh, would make the necessary hormones your body would rather build you muscle or your mm-hmm. body would rather you know uh, build your heart tissue and things like that right so repair your heart tissue and things like that so uh, if you so major if you want to take care of your skin your health uh, your hair your nails and all those sorts of things i'd say protein is the thing that you need to look for right and the second thing is eating shitty food also usually impacts your skin and how you look appearance mm-hmm. right i might not be able to break it down exactly what happens because this is not really my expertise but let's say eating a lot of sugar eating a lot of processed foods right eating mm-hmm. a lot of dessert is going to show up on your skin right and if you just go let's say 30 days or so where you try to eat better you don't have to avoid all of these things you can mm-hmm. eat it you can eat sugar in moderation you can eat processed food in moderation but limit it try and right. eat more fruits and vegetables try and eat more eggs try and eat more chicken you can try and eat more lentils yogurt all those sorts of things right so if you just make a little change you are going to start to see differences in your skin your complexion your hair everything everything that is you know comes in this whole appearance uh, sort of category you're definitely yeah. going to see a difference so cool. uh, limiting shitty food and eating more protein and more micronutrients to like vegetables lentils legumes meat mm-hmm. eggs whole eggs dairy those sorts of things is i'd say the the major two to three things that you need to do to take care of your hair and nails and everything also when it comes to protein you know there are lots of uh, supplements out there right for the protein so do you think uh, uh, taking that supplement is a good idea or it won't or like uh, it should be from food only see primarily we want to get your everything from food right all your nutrients that you need right your protein carbohydrates fats micronutrients everything you want to get from food but if you were to get it from food right it's cra- it's next to impossible you cannot get it from food right because you'll have to construct your diet in a way where you have to micromanage so many things you have to eat like chicken liver you have to eat like mutton liver you have to eat this kidney this organ meat that vegetable that fruit to perfectly mm-hmm. construct your diet in a way where you get each and every micronutrient and each and you know enough protein that you need right mm-hmm. nobody has the time to do that right if we were talking about 10000 years ago this was basically our diet and you, we used to meet our uh, nutrient requirement now yeah. we cannot do that mm-hmm. so what what we can do is make sure that you are eating whole foods make sure you are eating nutrient dense foods such that at least majority of the nutrients that you are getting you get it from food right so let's say i eat chicken i eat a leg piece right mm-hmm. so in a in a leg piece i would get around about 20 to 25 grams of protein right and in in that leg piece i'll also get a other nutrients as well i get some zinc i get some b12 i get some b6 other things right i'll also get some iron other micronutrients right mm-hmm. now if you take a protein shake if you take a whey protein shake it's going to give me the same 25 grams of protein right okay. a little better in quality but roughly this practically it's going to be of the same quality mm-hmm. but it's going to not give me at all the micronutrients that come with whole food right okay. whole food is a package of nutrients supplements is individual nutrients right mm-hmm. and we also you know we haven't even talked about the satiety factor right so when you eat a leg piece you're going to feel really full right if you eat a whole chicken you're going to feel really full it's mm-hmm. going to affect your satiety circuit like satiety circuit is basically uh, appetite regulation like when do you get hungry what mm-hmm. things you crave for all these things your brain decides right so when you eat real foods foods that is regulated in a healthy way when you exclusively rely on supplements that's not regulated in a healthy way but however having said all that i would say protein supplements are basically a gift from god they okay. are absolutely awesome because they make things very very easy but you mm. just need to make sure that you don't replace food with supplements 
supplements are what the name suggests it is to supplement your diet right, right? right. so as long as you're eating majorly whole foods and taking whatever supplements that you need to take to nourish your body mm-hmm. it is perfectly fine all these protein supplements are proven safe god knows how many studies are done at this point of time i don't know why people doubt about it mm-hmm. they are the safest things ever whey protein supplement the protein supplement is basically practically food right it is made from milk it's practically food it has absolutely no problem with consuming it there's no harm in it there's no side effect to it mm-hmm. absolutely nothing for at least for healthy individuals normal individuals right so yeah the short on say they are very good they are very awesome but make sure you don't uh, replace food with supplements yeah so, <laughs> so you know uh, when it comes to uh, weight loss let's talk about it like lot of people uh, do exercise and like heavy workout and still some of the people don't you know lose weight I, and recent like i was thinking like i used to think that like weight loss is mostly uh, happens because of the exercise like once you uh, you know work out a lot do cardio and go to gym that's how you lose the weight but then by talking to you and by, by doing some research i realized the i think most of the uh, like weight loss is depends on the diet only right it's not depend only on the exercise uh, right yeah that, that is that is absolutely correct so i'd say if if i had to give throw numbers 90% of it is diet or nutrition and and i'd say 10 to 20% 5 to 10% of it is basically mm-hmm. uh, how, how much exercise contributes right because if you see if you work out as vigorously as you can for one hour right mm-hmm. do that you can eat the amount of calories that you burn in literally 15 minutes you go right. and have a meal at mcdonalds and all the calories that you burn are basically neutralized right. that doesn't mean the exercise was of no use but what i mean to say is uh, weight loss is primarily driven by calorie in calorie out how many calories you consume how many calories you burn right, right. and uh, when we are talking about losing weight controlling for the calories in like how much food you are eating what kind of food you are eating and how you are managing all that is much more important and uh, effective i would say i would use that for then just focusing on exercise exercise is super important to mm. keep your energy expenditure high to keep your body in, uh, in in general health right exercise has a ton of benefits you don't need right. to sell exercise right? right but exercise isn't the answer for weight loss diet mm. is no, i mean not any fancy diet like a keto diet or a paleo diet or something like that eating healthy food is the eating healthy foods in the right quantity and proportion with proper discipline is where the answer you're looking for when it comes to weight loss cool so and let's talk about i think we talked a lot about the diet like uh, we talk a lot about the foods and i think kuch logo ke dimag se upar chala jayega something okay so let's yeah. talk about uh, the diet story your uh, startup like uh, your venture uh-huh. so what's your mission mm-hmm. like what exactly you are doing at here the diet story what's your mission here that's right okay uh so see uh, my one of the major mission is to tell people that eating food being healthy taking care of your health doesn't have to be complicated right mm-hmm. you can you can have you can do your work you can look like a normal person you can go out to restaurant and have a you can enjoy a meal with your friend and do all the things that normal people are supposed to do and still when you are at home you can take care of your health by eating healthy foods right there on on social media on media up until now we we have had a belief that a health a, a health conscious person is something who is is someone who never eats junk food is someone yeah. who never eats sugar right mm-hmm. you only eats like salads and greens and chicken breast and egg whites and oats you know all right. these fancy foods like yeah. broccoli yeah. and yeah. like that that is mm-hmm. bullshit that is bullshit right you can take care of your health by eating normal ghar ka khana right you just need to know exactly what are the things that you need to, what are the foods that you need to eat in larger proportions what mm-hmm. are the foods that you need to eat in smaller proportions when to eat how to eat all those sorts of things right so my major goal is to tell people that uh, taking care of your nutrition doesn't have to be very fancy nobody is mm-hmm. going to look you with the weird look you know that you know this is like a health conscious yeah, guy he's yeah. not he's not going to enjoy shawarma <laughs> with us he's not going to enjoy a pizza with us right i mm. eat with my friends and and still uh, try and have a healthy diet when i'm at home right so let's say you are having three meals a day that is 21 meals or so in a week even if you have like five meals outside your house you still have like 16 meals where you can take care of your health right and those 16 meals don't have to be complicated just follow the basic principles that go with your biology that is proven by science it's really not complicated 
not at all fancy not at all bland and boring you can actually enjoy that healthy food and take care of your health for the rest of your life right so making eating healthy simple is one of i would say one of the major goals and the second one of the most major goals is uh, removing the myths and bullshit around the topic of weight loss right mm. because weight loss people think is a one time process right yeah. you it's a sprint people think it's a sprint you take mm. your all on effort and right? you do some sort of diet keto diet paleo diet something like that mm. once that's done it's done yes like you lost 50 kg and you're you know magically maintain it for the rest of your life it yeah. absolutely doesn't work like that like it absolutely doesn't work like that if you really want to lose weight people need to understand how hard this process is how boring this process is and mm-hmm. what sort of approach you will really because we are talking about real life here we are talking about real progress we are mm-hmm. all adults here so let's talk exactly what you will need to do if your goal is to lose and maintain your weight right, right. and that approach is being disciplined with your food having healthy relationship with food building the right habits with food you know uh, sorting out your behavior patterns uh, if you mm-hmm. have any mental issues food anxiety all those sorts of things you need to sort them out first before you can think of i'm going to lose 1 kg a week i'm going to lose half kg a week and those stupid sort of goals right so those things are for the later first mm-hmm. you need to sort out the things that are making you gain weight in the first place and then slowly gradually like you know sort this whole mess out and uh, get out of uh, of of that basically and, and you know lose weight and then maintain it right, right. so I, i try to have real conversation around that topic that mm-hmm. it is hard it is legit hard you know nobody is saying it is it's not hard it's very yeah, hard correct. how to do it how to do it basically right mm-hmm. i'm not going to sell you on stupid detox teas or going to mm-hmm. tell you that you know i have this magic food that's going to burn fat i'm going to tell you it's going to hard but let's let's go forward how 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 can we do this right how can we start doing this slowly and build ourselves you know build our capabilities such that we can do what it take takes to maintain your weight for the rest of your life okay. so that you know a lot of people along with me are also doing that and that's i'm really very happy to do that, uh, see that because people are getting clarity through that and people mm-hmm. are starting to walk in the right direction instead of just you know buying fat burners and detox teas and things like that yeah Uh, uh, like you said it right because you know uh, what we do is a uh, lot of people do is agar bhai ki shaadi hai ya if someone is getting married then bhai gym lagana hai diet pe jana hai abhi shaadi hone wali hai bhai mujhe shape mein aana hai so that's what we exactly. is do mostly like exactly wahi exactly. pata hai sabko diet matlab wahi pata hai most of the logo ko yaar like you are like as you are saying ki jo bhi myths hai basically yeah that's totally correct man Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the the shaadi wala part is i mean <laughs> my god it's like i would say one third of the people you know when i get on the on the first call mm-hmm. they are looking to sign up it's like i have a wedding in november i need to lose 20 kg i have my bhai ki shaadi hai bhai ki shaadi etc etc i'll say don't sign up it's going to be waste of money i'm not i'm not going to make you lose 20 kg in three months that's just stupid you don't even think about that right so yeah Uh, there is something but people are uh, starting to look at it differently they're changing yeah. so that's a good thing so what kind of challenges do you face as a coach you know uh, when you started this what kind of earlier what kind of challenges did you face and now what kind of challenges do you face and how do you overcome these challenges with uh, your venture uh yeah that's a that's a very very good question uh, so first of all i think one of the biggest challenge that i faced right so initially what happened is uh, uh so uh, i'll say for a couple of years or so mm-hmm. one second huh? uh, for a couple of years or so uh, initially i i was just reading through textbooks and reading mm-hmm. through scientific literature was on nutrition forms i was on coaching people right yeah. and then i started coaching people right so i'm not, not uh, as a part of profession just as a hobby i just wanted people to mm-hmm. try things that i've read on or studied on right so mm-hmm. a lot of people my friends my family people from family my, people from my uh, friends circle and everyone so i started trying out things on them and they started seeing results right mm-hmm. there's people lost like 10 kg 12 kg 15 kg but then they started regaining it back again once my support once i they didn't have my support right mm-hmm. so yeah. that basically made me go into this sort of a tangent uh, direction of thinking that giving out diet plans giving out diet charts so to say right mm-hmm. or telling people what to eat in lunch what to eat in breakfast or something like that isn't a solution that just cannot be a solution because the moment they stop doing that they start gaining weight right so mm-hmm. what we need to do is really need, they, we need to make them understand 
we need to make them understand like how i understand how the psychology behind it works like how the process of weight loss works how it pans out how it works inside of your body when you eat a pizza what happens what happens when you eat uh, an apple right i need to explain all of these things to people i need to train them i need to build them up and then only we have a chance that they will lose weight and maintain it right so initially i really struggled with this the belief that whether this is going to work at all mm-hmm. because this is a, nobody is interested in understanding what happens when you eat something they just want a diet chart Right. they just want a diet plan and still to this day one of this is one of my biggest struggle is people don't want to put the effort in understanding and training themselves for the long term mm-hmm. because that takes legit effort and legit they, they need to it's it's a job yeah, it's okay. a good job that they need to do they, they need to put effort they need to put time they need to put their heart soul blood everything into it in order to understand and sort out all those behavior patterns and and habits and everything to reach a point where they can sustainably maintain lose and maintain their weight mm-hmm. right so that is something i really really struggle with is to get that point across that diet plans is not going to help you yeah. what's going to help you is training yourself understanding how to lose weight rather than just making yourself lose weight by some or the other way right so mm-hmm. i'd say even then it was one of the biggest challenge even now it is one of the biggest challenge is that when i'm go- getting on the first call with someone how to explain that because they are coming from they they are looking at the transformations from my instagram and they saying yeah ye banda to karta hai produce transformations let's mm-hmm. sign up let's lose some weight you know let's show show it off instagram right mm-hmm. but they don't yeah. know ki the the work that goes be the, the work that they will need to put themselves mentally right mm-hmm. mentally psychologically that they have to put in and once they sort of have this framework they are not ready to shift i mean they pay a lot of money but they are not ready to shift that is one of the biggest struggle is before they even sign up i really try my best to make them understand that this is not a typical diet chart wala program let's say right this right, is right. not the process that they're going to go through right mm-hmm. this is something that we need to understand we need to understand deeply we need to build ourselves we need to train ourselves right mm-hmm. so right. that is one of the biggest challenges i face to communicate in a way where they really understand what it's going to take to reach the uh, goal reach the goal that they want to reach mm-hmm. so one more thing i just had a thought about this uh, thing like about drinking about smoking up like uh, if uh, someone is drinking like couple of beers a week or uh, like a wine or you know whatever or they are smoking up or smoking a cigarette so does that affect or health uh, you know or, or like should someone like completely quit it or like uh, w- what's your thoughts on this yeah that's a very good question so i would say uh, with respect to drinking uh i i don't i'm not very very familiar with all the research that is there out, uh, out there uh, the science out there behind this but i'd say it's it's pretty clear that a couple alcoholic beverages a week doesn't really harm you much right mm-hmm. so a few drinks uh, uh in a week isn't really going to harm you much right so if you like to drink alcohol go ahead but make sure you drink it in moderation right definitely don't drink it every single day uh if you are going to drink it try to drink it in a disciplined way right uh, fix your target that i'm going to just have like well, let's say two drinks a night or something like that mm-hmm. and do it in a in a in a disciplined moderate basically right and let's stay on the alcohol topic for now so alcohol if you uh, eat uh, drink in moderation it doesn't bother your body much right mm-hmm. the problem is the food that comes with alcohol right mm-hmm. so when you are at a party when you're drinking with your friends when you're drinking beers or something like that the food is extra spicy it's extra cheesy it's extra fatty everything is it's nice. is extra extra calories right so mm-hmm. you eat a lot of food than you're supposed to be not right. only does that make you consume more calories not only does it make you gain weight not only does it make you unhealthy but it further uh, basically uh, destroys your circuits inside of your brain that run to your body that regulates your appetite in a healthy way right that mm-hmm. stops you from gaining weight right so when you eat all these processed foods day in and day out week in and week out week out it's definitely going to harm you right because when you drink alcohol when you are basically high you have no control over the food that you eat right, right. you are just basically stuffing your mouth right with whatever is in front of you right so uh, i would say food is something that you definitely need to care uh, take care of and you need to be disciplined with the food that comes with alcohol as well mm-hmm. right yeah. now let's move on to the smoking part now 
smoking is something that is flat out destructive i would say right there is no safe limit for smoking this is why we see advertisements to quit smoking not alcohol because smoking mm. is way way worse than drinking alcohol right mm. even if you are doing it couple times a week it's going to harm your body right so what smoking does is it creates free radicals right so these are really unstable compounds that how do how do i explain this simply so it's it's basically there are these billiard balls running inside of your body and damaging all your cells right and the more cells they damage the more faster you age the more unhealthy you get the more your uh, chance of getting a cancer increases mm. not just lung cancer but basically any cancer right mm. so smoking is just flat out destructive smoking tobacco smoking weed smoking anything right so that has been proven that it is dangerous right you should oh, sm- smoking marijuana also see marijuana is is a topic that i really haven't studied yet mm. but uh, i would say it, it it works in the similar mechanism with smoking tobacco but marijuana also has other things other aspects to it uh, aspects to it that has to do with your mental health right so i am not really familiar with the aspects of mental health right mm-hmm. because some people legitimately use that to improve their quality of life right right yeah. so i cannot argue against those i mean those people don't even damage their health and, and still manage to do that so mm-hmm. this is really not a topic where i am much familiar with right, right so right. but i can definitely say for sure with smoking tobacco it's mm-hmm. only harmful really no upside yeah, to it yeah at right. all totally mm-hmm. so why why are you so upset with obsessed with coffee man <laughs> <laughs> coffee uh, yeah man i'm 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 still obsessed with coffee i i don't know, i just love coffee i've always loved coffee and uh, since i so say so, until like a few years ago let's say 3 years ago or so 2 mm-hmm. 3 years ago i was just drinking like normal ghar ki coffee you know you take me a cafe you put it inside a cup you put some milk some sugar in it right you, mm-hmm. you dissolve it and you drink it right so even even then i used to love that for some reason i love coffee mm-hmm. and once i started getting into uh, specialty coffee there's right? so a specialty coffee is basically a branch where uh, okay I, i won't go into that so it's it's basically real coffee right it's real coffee mm-hmm. every sort of coffee bean is farmed is processed and is roasted in a way to have a whole different sort of flavors uh, and and flavor notes and a spectrum of different aromas and things like that right mm. so if you really try and grow into that if you try and grow your palate into that area coffee is a real art i mean it's genuinely a art so when when i'm drinking my morning cup of coffee it's literally like meditation i'm taking a sip and i'm literally experiencing all those different flavors it's just not a bitter compound that i'm mm-hmm. uh, eating it's yeah. it's not the after effects of the energy that i get from caffeine or something that is just for the sheer experience of when i like when i take a sip there's a it, it unfolds it unfolds there are a lot of flavor notes in it there are a lot of aromas in it and, and other things so it's a an experience mm-hmm. that is just uh, there's no other thing like that right so this is why if you if you grow your palate into that and it takes time to start enjoying black coffee and mm-hmm. all those things but if you grow into that you'll see that it's a whole different world right the whole different world <laughs> so um, I, like <laughs> what what is better like coffee or tea for our health when it comes to this do, yeah uh, for diet uh, or so maybe i, I don't say, know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'll tell you so uh, let, let's talk about tea first right tea is something that i also love a lot i just love a lot right mm. uh, if you are drinking going to drink like two cups of tea two cups a day tea three cups a day it's fine it's no problem at all right mm. uh, some people like to have a couple of biscuits with it absolutely fine absolutely no problem right uh, it it becomes a little problematic when you excessively start to depend on it people mm. drink eight cups of seven to eight cups of tea every single day right they need mm-hmm. it every 2 hours to stay awake to stay attentive right. things yeah. like that right that's an obsessive that's that's a negative uh, to it right you, you don't want to go that far right mm. the other thing that can go wrong with consumption of tea is the stuff that comes with it namkeen bhujia yeah people consume it and stuff themselves in crazy proportions with every cup of tea mm-hmm. like there are lots of calories to your everyday diet that has no satiety that's not going to fill you up that's just going to make you more hungry going to make you eat more food and going to make you fat right mm. so those things that things that come around tea might be problematic putting a lot of sugar in your tea and drinking it too many times again 
problem too much sugar too many calories yeah. all those sorts of things right? if you're drinking it in moderation two cups a day three cups a day that's totally 100% fine one thing good about tea is it doesn't have as much caffeine as mm. there is in cafe uh, as there is in coffee mm. right coffee is something that everybody has a different tolerance limit and right. there's definitely coffee can legit cause problems to it uh tea nowhere comes close to the problems that caffeine can cause you that coffee mm-hmm. can cause you mm-hmm. so the uh the the average healthy consumption for coffee is 400 mg a day right so 400 mg is basically a medium roast 1 liter of coffee mm-hmm. right so 1 liter of black coffee so 1 liter of black coffee is how many is like 5 or 6 cups or so some people actually drink 5 or 6 cups and they do cause Uh, it, it does cause a lot of problems to their mental health to their physical health because right. caffeine is something that is going to fuck up your brain it's going to age your brain that it's going to make you uh, it's going to disturb your sleep it's going to disturb your attention span a lot of people even if you have mild adhd if you have consume a lot of caffeine it's going to increase your attention mm-hmm. is going to fuck up right so you don't definitely don't need to overdo on caffeine everybody has a different limit with this Right. with respect to caffeine so you need to figure that out for yourself so caffeine is is something that can harm you in in long term right so uh caffeine is good it's awesome i love it i i drink it every single day but you definitely need to control it and drink it in moderation this is something i struggle with a lot so i feel people mm-hmm. always struggle right, with it right, right. not not drinking not letting that you know mm-hmm. go out of proportion So what are you really into outside outside of your work outside of diet and all? what do you do oh yeah there's a lot of things man there's a lot of things so uh, from the past couple of years or so as uh, you must have noticed i'm into filmmaking yeah right? so uh, most most of the times when i'm making videos i want to make some video i want to get my camera shoot something edit it make it look really cool and tell a story or something like that and mm-hmm. then i pick a topic of some sort of that or something like that to satisfy that urge Right, right, to, right. To make a video or something like that, right? So filmmaking is something that I t- really truly love. Then uh, reading philosophy is something that I really truly love, right? Eastern philosophy. Uh, there's there's a lot of things that uh, I basically love behind my uh, usual work. But I would say filmmaking is something that takes most of my work, yeah. most of my time. What are your top three favorite books? And you know that uh, would that maybe you could suggest to or like listeners also like which uh, books someone can they them uh, some some books which can you know help them uh, in diet and in healthy lifestyle as well. Are there any books that? Uh, oh yeah, there, there are plenty of books. If if you are going to talk about uh, diet and health and all those sorts of things, there are plenty of books. Uh, uh, there are that can really help you. So one I will really uh, recommend is if someone struggles with uh, losing weight, getting mm-hmm. healthy, is uh, losing fat, and that sort of thing. There is a book by Hungry. Uh, there is a book called Hungry Brain by Stephen Gainey, right? Mm-hmm. So that is a mind-blowing book. I mean, that book is so damn good. That is basically that, that is the major book that made me into you know made me pursue this line of nutrition, right? Because mm-hmm. that is that book is very fascinating. It explores areas of obesity. and nutrition that no book has i haven't read any other book that explores mm-hmm. that area right second is a book called i say fat loss forever so it's a book by lee norton so it's a directly how to guide on how to lose fat right mm-hmm. and that book will have uh, that book literally has everything you will ever need to understand in terms of nutrition and the process of weight loss right you just follow the instructions you internalize them in in your lifestyle and mm-hmm. you're going to period right exactly. so fat loss forever by lee norton is a really awesome book and the third is why to eat by rob wolf right so rob wolf is a guy that i respect a lot that is is also one of the reasons i got into nutrition because mm-hmm. he made all of these sound really fascinating everything that has to do with nutrition he has a perspective of evolutionary biology to nutrition mm-hmm. right so this is a perspective i use a lot in my explaining concepts in my video So, right, right. Uh, you know, we, you always want to look at anything in nutrition or in biology with the perspective of evolution. Like while we were evolving, did we do that, right? Or does that make sense? Not uh, this doesn't have to be black and white, but we need to look at it from that perspective to sort of connect few dots and create theories and mm-hmm. and look for evidence, right? So this guy really taught me to do that, and he's very awesome. So why to eat is basically it doesn't talk about calories much. It doesn't talk mm-hmm. about no uh, weighing your food or something like that it takes talks about how the human body is hardwired to eat food 
what sort of foods it should be looking for what mm. sort of uh, food feeds your mind body and soul right so that is one of the most awesomest books uh, that i can and it's a it's a very uh, casual it there's no not a lot of science in it right mm-hmm. unlike the two other books there's not a, a lot of science in it and anybody can understand it and it's definitely going to help you it turn amazing yeah so uh, how should our uh, listeners get in touch with you for your uh, program oh for my program uh, you can just uh, visit www.thedietstory.com/coaching uh, or you can just dm me on instagram which is the underscore diet underscore story the diet story and yeah that's pretty much the two major ways that cool, uh, cool, you can cool. contact me yeah thank you so much for doing this man it was our second time and i think uh, like we discussed a lot of things this time like yeah uh, yeah matlab it was really helpful agar koi sun raha hai to usko bahut idea aa jayega of course i think about mm-hmm. this things mm-hmm. yeah thank you so much man thank you so much man you're basically rocking up uh, with this whole podcast thing this is the 21st episode congratulations on that you just so like four episodes away from silver jubilee <laughs> yeah. uh, it's called silver jubilee right 25 yeah so yeah. uh i hope you grow really a ton and yeah thanks for having me man thanks a lot thank you so much for doing this man yeah yeah bye bro